Hey everybody, we're back. I know it's been a month, but guess what? It is summer in Virginia Beach. It's Fig and Lock Talk. I'm Mr. Fig. And I'm Mr. Locke. And we've got a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to talk about things I missed while I was away in the desert. Or we're going to run through our favorite movies so far in 2016. It's June, so we're already halfway through the year now. And then we're going to uh, we're going to go ahead and toss up our top 10 favorite things to do in the 757 in summertime. So good, looking forward to a great show today. We're going to catch everything, catch ourselves up. How you been? I've been all right, you know. The weather's been really funky around here. I think uh, I'm just getting over a little bit of a cold like where I was working at. Everybody was getting hit up with the cold. But beyond that, not bad. Watching movie upon movie upon movie. A lot of different movies been coming out every week. You know, I mean, uh, this weekend you got Warcraft came out today. Also, uh, what's that other one? I was just thinking about it. I was just talking about it. Oh, well. There's another movie came out too. But Warcraft seemed to be the big one. Everybody's watching. It's got pretty low ratings from the critics. But everybody else have seen it. I guess I've seen it. It said it's pretty decent. It's a decent film. I think, though, whatever I say about Warcraft... Based off the critics' reviews I'm seeing is, it's a lot of lore. You're talking about a game, it's based off a game that the main story is about 20 hours long. So, they're cramming this 20 hours of lore in two hours. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, well, I don't know, I was, first off, I'm not a big, I was, I've never been a Warcraft player. Um, it just seemed like a lot of content to try to put into a movie. It's definitely a lot of spectacle, a lot of green screen. I kind of felt like if you're going to use this much green screen, you might as well just go ahead and animate the entire freaking thing. But I mean, that's um, what I mean. It's it's pretty much on the same par as Avatar. Yeah, I suppose. You know, same par as Avatar. You know, the main storyline arc pretty much is that there's this orc shaman um, is Gul'dan, I believe his name is, and he's trying to take him and his people from the planet their dimension they're in into the human world. And the humans are trying to stop this, but I guess they find continuity with each other, that maybe we could live in harmony at the same time. I don't know. It's it's a lot of lore. I didn't play World of Warcraft at all either, but the movie's going to do well money-wise either way because millions upon millions of people did play that game, so they would watch the movie itself. So, cash, cow, good job. You earned money. We'll see. We'll see how it, we'll see how it does this weekend. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump into uh, what I missed. Um, so, for, uh, our last show was last week of April, I think. Yes. Uh, because I left on for work for uh, the month of May. I had to go out to um, the deserts of California. Um, it was hot. It was hot as hell. Uh, we were seeing triple digits some days. Um, but uh, still, I mean, uh, it's a dry heat. Uh, you could bake some bread out there on, on the cement, no doubt about That's that. That's positive. So I saw jackrabbits for the first time. A jackrabbit. I saw jackrabbits for the first time everywhere. And if you've never seen jackrabbit, how would you describe that? Jackrabbit. Uh, well, and like so, obviously there's like we have bunny rabbits around here, right? Yes. Short, fluffy little ears. They're cute out there. They look like cats with really long, really long ears, man. That freaked me out. Yeah, I mean, the first time I saw one, I was out for a jog in the morning, and it freaked me out, dude. They're really lengthy and skinny and Are they sickly. scared? Are they scared looking? Or no, they're, they're, like, just, they're, just really, they're just really thin and sickly looking, and they've got these huge ears, man. Um, so they, and, they, and they just they just come out of the brush and, and uh, come at you. But uh, So I saw a jackrabbit for the first time. Went hiking out in the canyons. Fun. Out there in, uh, that sounds like fun. North of El Centro. It was. We had a really good time out there. Um uh, we had a, one of our guys. It was funny. He while we were hiking, he lost his wedding ring, and he went back 
and miraculously he found it. Like we thought for sure, we we're like, there's no way he's gonna find his wedding. That's ring. only existing like lover comedies where like I think oh I saw God, episode of New Girl where she threw his keys into the desert, whatever, yeah, and yeah. they happened to find it. Yeah, you oh, can't man. find nothing if you throw he, it. That's not be, true. God was with him that day because I tell you. Uh, he just so happened that he he retraced his steps and he, he, he remember where he thought a snag or a, a branch snagged his leg, and he went back to that where that branch was and lo and behold there that ring was sitting right on top of the sand. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean God was with him that day. God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he, that marriage is blessed. Blessed, yeah, it is blessed. <laughs> this this marriage shall not be broken That's for right. any reason. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it was a good time out there. I mean, uh, you know, some beautiful sunrise and sunsets on the mountains, and just uh, it was a, it was a good time. Um, learned a lot, saw a lot of cool stuff while I was out there. And uh, but I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back where the trees are green, where there is life, because uh, and uh, you can smell that salt water humidity in the air. I, I missed it. Not bad. It was a very beautiful day out today. Very oh, beautiful. Today was beautiful. Absolutely yes. beautiful. Very beautiful day today. Uh, we, 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 today, what you and I, we went out to uh, Loggerheads. Yes, we, we did. We've been trying to eat there for a while. Yes, actually. we have. And we can tell, and, why, we can see why it's yeah, hard to get in. It's, it is because the burgers were uh, uh, so good. It's hard I mean, to get in. I had in. that Mulby yeah. burger with the night with the cheddar cheese on it. You had the Texas burger. I had right? the cowboy burger. Not cowboy bad. Burger, yeah. Not bad. It was on Texas toast. I don't prepared for that. Yeah. But I mean, beyond that, I mean, it's. It's quality. You can tell it's, a, it's gourmet burgers. Yeah, yeah. You know, the um, wings were on point. Too. The wings, yeah. I'm telling you what, guys. In the beachfront, seven five seven. At the beachfront, we seem to make chicken wings really good. Don't just avoid like the major chains, because I swear, if you go to any restaurant around here and order some chicken wings, you get some pretty good. And they gave a pretty good portion. I think chicken wings were like what it was like ten dollars. Yeah, and, they, and, they and you got like lot. twelve. We yeah. got like twelve wings for ten dollars. Good job. They were crispy. The sauce was good. Mm-hmm. I mean. I would go back for the wings themselves, yeah. and really. Not, I mean, the I drinks were the, solid. The, I had I had the crushes. They have yeah. a nice little orange crush menu. They have a lot of like craft beers. They have a wall full of craft beers. Um, lots of different ones on tap from like a lot of local ones as well. Hardywood mm-hmm. and O'Connor's. So I mean, it's definitely a nice spot. Uh, I can see myself trying to go there more during the off season. The summer season seems, or maybe maybe not toward the summer season during like. Daytime peak hours. We were there yeah. during the middle of peak. This hours. peak hour stuff yeah. is, is but I mean, annoying. I, but I mean, it's even still though. I mean, it, it was you know, it was it was a great afternoon where you can just go out and look at the ocean front, watch you know people watch, have some drinks, eat some food. I mean, it was. I mean, the the crowd was live in there. I mean, for a, well, I mean, it was peak hours, one o'clock in the afternoon, but. Apparently they do live music also um, every almost every day. When I yeah, it's day, acoustic but. music, so don't get your hopes up too much, folks. Uh, the, the, yeah, the you know, in case you're into that kind of thing, I don't know. Yeah, you know, don't get your hopes up too high. It's acoustic music, but the bartender we had, she was a little on the pretty side too. So everything was all in all well with our occasion yeah. with this time. But it was you know today was a great day to be out and about. So hopefully all y'all got out too. But uh, so that, that, let's go ahead and let's uh, let's get after our first topic. So things that I missed, and I missed a lot. You missed a lot. Day. So oh, for, first and foremost, Muhammad Ali passed. Well, I, I was here for that. I don't know, man. I got this, back from World Day weekend. Since, since the last time we talked, man. I was, okay, I was saying, yes. Last time we've been here, yeah. boom, Ali died. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, he's definitely the greatest boxer of all time. Very different. Uh, he's a civil rights leader. He set a lot of boundaries. You know, broke a lot of barriers for a lot of people. He meant a lot. You know, I was watching. Uh, you couldn't pretty much on the other day. You literally couldn't pass on television during daytime hours without seeing something about him because he was everywhere. Be on CNN, 
on ESPN. They were playing his live uh, burial service. They had the major ceremony at the Yum Main, the Yum Brand Main Building in. Is it Kentucky? Is it Kentucky? I think. I think it was Kentucky. Oh, you're asking the wrong guy. I think it was Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to remember. It's not Alabama. I think it was Kentucky. You know, and they, they've had like Paul Bears, uh, Will Smith was there, Mike Tyson, uh, uh, not Riddick Bowe, but uh, Lu- Lionel Lu- Lu- Lewis, Lewis, the guy he lost to. He lost to that guy once. But uh, Joe Lewis. Joe, was it Joe Lewis? I think so. No, what? No, it wasn't no. Joe Lewis. No, it was not Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis is dead. I was like, wait, was Joe Lewis? What? No. No, well, see, he beat Frazier. He lost to um, Larry Holmes. Bam, there it is. Okay, but he also lost to uh, George Foreman, too. Yeah. Larry Holmes, Larry Holmes was there, you know. George Bush was there. I mean, I'm sorry, not George, but Bill Clinton was there. He, I saw, I, I saw its inserts of his uh, speech he gave when he was on stage. You know, it was just a very much a, a celebration of celebration his celebrating his life. You know, and Muhammad Ali. You know, so it's definitely another great one pass. You know what? Uh, Kimball Slice died too. Who? Kimbo Slice. Now you're like who? All right, Kimbo Slice from one spectrum of fighting to the other uh, other side of spectrum. Kimbo Slice is an internet sensation guy. Uh, back in the early 2000s, there used to be back back streets like street fights, or whatever. Well, Kimbo Slice undefeated a no and like on YouTube fighting people. Mm. Big black dude with a weird ass haircut used to beat the shit out of people in the back in like back alleys, whatever. And then he had a little MMA career, or whatever, a brief second. But he had no floor technique. But he's he could take a lot of damage. He, you know, he lands haymakers. That was his thing. He died of like they, they. I didn't really get the final of it, but he, they, he, last previous fight he had, he got suspended for taking steroids. So I'm telling you, something's some little shady there. So there's some maybe some some drug abuse somewhere. Maybe not sure too much. But Kimball Slice, he passed away as well. Um, I'm not really sure I missed that. I, I don't know that. if I really care. <laughs> All right, respect that. Uh, Gordy Howell, Mister um, Gordy Howell. Wait a minute, I got it. All right, sorry, Gordy Howell, Mister Hockey himself. All right, Mister Mister Hockey. Now you don't watch hockey, neither do I. But I know who this guy is. Gordy Howell played almost 30 years of hockey from the 60s, the 70s, into the 80s. Okay. This guy at year twenty three had his best year he's ever had in hockey. Whatever he's top, he's like in like seven different categories. He's like top three, top four. You know, what I mean, a lot of people put him as top three best hockey players of all time, next to like uh, Mario Lemieux and Greg Wayne Gretzky. You know, what I mean, and he was he died like at eight, age eighty four. I mean, a guy played who was like fifty six. Top up, think about a guy who's fifty six played a professional sport. That's pretty impressive. That's what I'm saying. Especially he, hockey, because hockey is pretty physical. And he had like a million, he has like a million like nicknames, Mr. Hockey, Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Everything. My favorite what, nickname I heard about him is he's Mr. Elbows. That's a cool name to name your cat. My cat, Mr. <laughs> Elbows. You know what I mean? So, uh, it, you know I mean? Gordy Howell passed away too. So a lot of people are passing away of late. Okay. It's really weird. Right, how about we talk about some more lifting things that I missed? All right, I was I, I did not I didn't miss Muhammad Ali passing because I was here. I got back Memorial Day weekend. I knew I mean he passed. I think the following that following week. So you missed it? No, I, I mean I watched it on TV. You could not miss it. Fair. All right. Anyway, so what else did I miss while I was gone? Uh, what else? Uh, movies that came out. Uh, Keanu came out. No, I didn't miss that because it was out before I left. Was it out before you came? Before you left? Yeah, really. Yeah, it was out before I left. I actually got, I saw a Civil War before I got before I left. Okay. Um, and then while I was out there, 
Uh, now, I wouldn't say I missed them because I actually had an opportunity to go to the movies, but and I, I just got there too late. I, was, I wanted to see Neighbors 2 because I came out while I was, while I was out oh, there. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that uh, yet. I would have liked to have seen that because I actually have pretty good reviews. Uh, and there was another movie that came out too while I was out there that I Damn, was interested in as well. Uh, but I ended up just going to see Civil War again a second time. Saw Civil War a second time? I, did, I love that movie. Second time? Oh, we'll get, more, that. We'll get more to that in the next, in the, in the next segment. But... Uh, movies, I wouldn't say, I mean, let's talk more about local events, because movies, I, I actually had the opportunity to see just about every movie that came out while, okay. I, was, while I was there. Well, night. local events, we, uh, they had a major concert, they had a Shack Fest down, happened around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the day itself, what Shack was happening, was kind of a rainy day, it was raining off and on. Mm-hmm. Shack Fest, they had Diplo, and they had a Pusha T, those mm-hmm. are the big names there for myself, I was thinking there. Mm-hmm. They had that, they had a wine festival, it was the yeah, Virginia the Beach, it was, it was the... Virginia no, Beach or the Norfolk Wine Norfolk Festival? One. It was the Norfolk yeah. one. See, so again, the Norfolk Wine Festival, I know it's a big staple. A lot of people here love the Norfolk Wine Festival. I have lost a passion for it over recent years. How? Well, see, it used to be, it wasn't, well, before it had gotten as popular as, as it is now, if you don't get a table, if you don't buy a table, there's no point in going. And on top of that, when you do go and you're trying to taste, you, you, you give up because every debutante in the Norfolk area is going to cut in front of you while you're trying to get to your wine. So it's... It's kind of a it's kind of a ridiculous event. Uh, the only good thing about it about the wine festival in Norfolk is you might find a wine you like. This is what my, me and my wife do. We just buy a bottle and we just go sit by the by the on the on the pier or over on the on the where the boats pull up and just ha- drink our own bottle of wine. For me, I just I I don't know. It's just it's too it's just too much, man. But in contrast, it's better than the Virginia Beach one. Well, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely, because it's much bigger and more vendors come out. Correct. But, so, I mean, that's why I'm like, wait, I don't still, even understand wait, how, I don't understand the, the shade last, you're giving this. I'm, I don't, giving, I'm giving a lot of shade because every time I go, I can't actually do any tasting because I get cut by every by everybody um, Then you goes. do the cutting back. I'm not going to start throwing you elbows have, to like 21-year-old yes. 20, women. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's be honest. There's some douchey 20-year-old women in Norfolk. Uh, true, agree, but I'm not going to start true. throwing elbows. So at maybe them. that if they, you know, they do something douchey just, like that, just, then maybe they're going to get something I bad. Just simply I mean, don't go. <laughs> no, see, you're you're submitting to the douchebagness, and it's like you, you shouldn't miss out on a great experience because some biatch wants to cut us in line. You know, what I mean the the no no the Norfolk wine tasting is such a great event because I like the spacing. There's a lot of more space. The lines. Itself, they're what lines, man? They're, they're just Stop. gaggles. They're gaggles in front of these wine tasting. Correct. Rooms. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but then that's where you know you kind of like you know you got to kind of wash dog them a little bit. Like, hey, stand to the side, stand to the side, and you tell them stand aside. You get your sample. Boom. You got room to bam bam in the in the Virginia Beach one. The line. There's yeah, no but, gaggles. There's a, uh, uh, let me finish. There's 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 actual lines, whatever. And literally, you're like tasting, moving, 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 moving. That you kind of like you, you have to kind of like. Keep drinking. Then after you hit all the little sets, whatever, you feel like, all right, I've done this in one hour. What is there to do? Dude, where the, you're, where the def- you're a big black man. They're small white women. They're scared of you. So, of course, you get to the front. I'm a short, half Filipino guy. No one's scared of me. I'm not getting to the front. Of you, have the- that, you have that judo. You have that judo. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know what judo. So they don't know what judo. So so you're gonna like you can act anyway. You're that you're in that in between land because you're Filipino and white. They don't know what are you. Are you more of the white? Are you more of the Filipino? Do you roll deep? Huh? No, I usually roll my wife. Or do you roll? Fair, fair. Or or do you roll? You roll more privileged. Uh, uh, Excuse me. Step to the side. 
don't know. It, it just for me, it's lost. Come on, man. Lost. How do you not like that? And then it's like, like it's I like, love the beer. The ocean, you're talking about the ocean air. The, the beer fest is exactly the same. No, the beer fest is better. Because, it's the same. No, time out. Hold on. I mean, the beer fest. People actually get in lines. And they actually, while you're drinking your what your the beer you got in your last line, by the time you get that other line, you get your next taste. And you get and you just do that. You just because beer fest lines are longer. Yeah, but they're organized. You actually get to the front and get what you can. But whereas in Norfolk, it's like there's just big gaggles, and you. It's the same. You said Norfolk. Try. It's the same place. It's, I know it's the same place. Right. But the festivals are just better. They're just better. Like the beer festival is just run is much better. You actually so do get you, to the beer. So do you feel that the wine festival is all? There's too much like. There's too much privilege. Like, people will feel a privilege. So pretense. that's the reason why. Way too much pretense. Way too much? Yes, way too much. Like, this whole idea of, like, you know, but like, uh, you know, then right in the middle, in the prime real estate, are the tables, you know, which, unless you're, unless you go as a giant organization, you're not going to be able to purchase a table by yourself. They're like $500 a piece. I mean, and it sits right in the middle of everything. <coughs> and on top of that, like, if you want to actually get, you just there's no getting to a booth to get a good thorough tasting because everyone's just cutting and cutting and cutting you the entire time. You just get in there. You just get in there. You, you get in there. You muscle in there. You get your sample. I guess I don't know, man. I just anyway. Moving on. Moving on. All right. Um, we also had Comic Con happen down here. So yeah. they really hyped up Comic Con and uh, really like with Ernie Hudson going to be there. A lot of other people, Batmobiles. Uh, I went there. Not bad. I went by myself. So first and foremost, it's not. It, it's not like it, ov- overly exciting, but it was. It was overly exciting. It was okay. They did have the giant. Uh, um, was it that giant like Iron Iron Man mech, like Hulkbuster mech, like oh, suit the Hulkbuster guy? suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. had like somebody with that, you know. And I saw like four Batmobiles, which is cool, you know. What I mean, but it just it didn't like. Wow, me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm expecting to see out of it either. I mean, that's why I'm like, I'm not sure where. Maybe I need to see like a major. I need, go, I need to see like the major Comic Cons. And then I could like kind of gauge the experience. Yeah. Well, I mean, you I, know, the thing that kind of always surprised me about the Tidewater Comic Con is we have such a large population here. We have got great venues. I don't understand why our Comic Con is so lackluster. Our, lack, our Comic Con is lackluster because our treasurer wants to focus on events outside. Focus on the beach, and focus on space. Well, to, and, no, well, hold on. The organizers of Tidewater Comic Con are actually a small group of comic collectors, and that's so, why. Well, I mean, they do they do their best, right? And like, that's why. Yeah, I mean, but they but they do their best. You know, they, they actually spend uh, a lot of these guys. I've seen them over at Comic Kings, and you know, they they start like a year out, like fundraising and like putting feelers out of who they can get to come out. So they they work hard to put on a good show. Good for them, you know. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, it, it's just disappointing that the com- that we can't get more attention. At, at here in the at the Tidewater Comic Con, Pensacola's is pretty good. We need a major um, backer. Well, yeah, but unfortunately, I mean, honestly, the only reason San Diego Comic Con is as big as it is now is because you know San Diego Comic Con used to be just comics, and then the movie theaters started going down there and showing like material, and then it just started growing from there and became yeah. toys, and it became video games, and became yeah. all these things. Yes. Whereas here, Hollywood isn't. You know, two hours north of us, so you're not going to get that kind of treatment. Fair, um, but I mean, I, uh, I obviously I wasn't there, but I did went I went to their website on Facebook. I saw that. I mean, obviously for people watching, it must have been prime because there were a lot of cosplayers there, no doubt. Yeah, uh, they looked like they had some decent displays. You mentioned the Batmobiles. I'm a comic book collector, so I would have loved to have gone to see what you know what what kind of vintage comics they would have pulled out. Maybe I bet the Comic Con in Georgia is pretty sweet. 
I hear it is actually pretty good. The one in New York is pretty good as well. Um, obviously, the San Diego one is the Mecca, but I hear that there, there might actually, like, uh, for example, Fox. I think Fox, they're not going to have a booth there this year. What? Well, yeah, apparently a lot of studios, they're frustrated because people go there and they film the, special, the exclusive content and then they post it on the internet. Welcome to Technological Age. Well, that's right. That's what I'm saying. That's why these studios are kind of rethinking maybe we don't go to comics. How hard is it to tell, tell people if you go in this room, you have to give up your cell phone? Dude, there's like... 2,000 to 4,000 people in this one room. Again. Are you confiscate the phones of everybody that walks in there? I guess you will if you care that much about your film. Or, or just, don't show. Or just that's what Fox is doing. They're not going. Damn, Fox. But doesn't mean you can't like show what you already have already. God damn. Well, that's what they, they – you're, you're missing the point. They're, they are – that's what they're there. They show what they have, and people are filming it. It's supposed to be like – No, I'm not, I said don't, sh- don't like the show they don't want the show. You know what I mean? Like show what you have. Right. Like any publicity is good publicity. You're right, but you're missing the point. The, the, what was un- unique about Comic Con is that if you spent the hundred dollars to buy the ticket or whatever, and you waited ten hours in line to go into Hall H to watch this content, it was supposed to be kind of like a special, like hey, like you bought the tickets, you waited in line. Here's your special exclusive content just for you, and then people it was like people were posting it. So what's so if what's my incentive? To buy the ticket and go to San Diego Comic Con, if I can wait ten hours for someone to post all the ex- all, everything that makes it unique and special, why should I go and purchase that ticket if I can just wait ten hours and someone's going to post that? Then you give everybody a contract. They have a contract that's signed, a non-disclosure. Again, so you can't make twenty thousand people sign non-disclosure agreements. Yes, you can. How are you going to? You can't litigate that. How you can? How are you, you going to? First off, you got, how are you going to litigate? You don't even know who posts the content, so how are you gonna litigate? How can that? you not? Tra- it's Fox. They could track it down. We're getting way off point. Anyway, I'm just saying that, like a lot of times before these big movies, let's, no, yeah, no, no, let's no, confiscate no. twenty thousand cell phones and get signed all right, twenty thousand so, litigation. All right, so, uh, to, be, all right, so to be fair, all right, check this out. All right, <laughs> to be fair, okay. Before civil, before X Men Apocalypse came out, mm-hmm. okay, a lot of critics and whatnot had early showings a whole week before it came out. Right, but right, no, no, no. Let me finish. And they were given non-disclosures. Yes. Hey, don't give this up. Not, not it wasn't just one critic. It wasn't like ten. It was like well, three hundreds, four hundreds, maybe five hundred people. Like Whoa, it wasn't that many. Dude, it wasn't just one showing. It but, was many showings right, across the United States. Though, but you're also it's a much closely controlled group, and also that's the press. That's their job. They, every movie does this, and yes, the, the uh, Civil War did it. X Men yep. Fox does it. Yep. Star Wars does yep. it. And yes, but it's a smaller. Group. So if you it's want a hundred thousand, if but like I said, fans. then you then you make it to a situation that you make it very exclusive. Then you raise the ticket. Hey, look, we got exclusive this that. It's five hundred dollars. It's for our first hundred people, and this that whatever you come in, you sign a non disclosure. You cannot do that. Whatever you do, we're suing you. We're showing you something that only you can see because you paid X amount of price for it. Get over it. You good with that? Fantastic. You not? Then walk. Well, what's the point of even going then? If you're gonna go through all that trouble, why even go? Because like, people will watch it. People will pay. People will watch it. People will. <laughs> I guess they will. All right, we're getting way off point. All right, so Tower Comic Con. Uh, what else did we what occurred? I mean, the beer. Did they have beer? Was Beer Fest that month too? Greek Fest is in May too. I know. I missed that. Yeah, Don't. but I'm not too excited about Greek Fest. I know. I love Greek Fest, man. How? 
I just love it, man. It's so great. Dude, yeah, they have the, the fresh lamb legs out there and all the Greek food, and it's fun. There's dancing. People are out there playing music. I like it. I always See, that's the difference between Mr. Fig and Mr. Locke. See, Mr. Fig liked these events where like a lot of folks are out there, and it's just kids and just madness happening. You know, and Mr. Locke, not so much. Wine Fest isn't Mr. madness? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Locke, you know, I, I, Mr. Locke deals with this everyday life at work and whatnot, madness. So... On his days off, he likes to take it a little bit slower. You know what I mean? Like, easy going. You know what I mean? So, like, a lot of it's like that. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm expecting to see people in togas at Greek Fest. Not a lot of togas either. That hurts my feelings. That, that hurts my feelings. You know what I mean? It really does. Yeah. A lot of gyro eating. Fancy. Cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? But beyond that, eh. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's about... And there's, there's a couple more random other events around here, but... All right. So, I mean, you miss some things, but not a whole lot around here. Yeah. So be it. Yeah, I'm not disappointed I missed the Wine Festival. I'm disappointed I missed what, the Tidewater Comic Con. I'm, miss, like I'm, I'm, I'm mad you missed the Wine Festival. Yeah. You're mad I missed it. I'm not mad I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad for you. <laughs> well, we you know some other events we look forward to coming up. Um, the Barbecue Festival should be coming up here pretty soon. i got to check the date on that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Harbor Fest is going on now. I'm probably going to go tomorrow because i got nothing else to do. So I might go roll uh, roll out of there out there in the afternoon, but uh, I mean, it's what's one of the great things about summertime around here. There's always something going on. But before we get to that, let's talk about uh, movies uh, that have come out so far this year. And we are so we're six months into 2016. The blockbuster movie season has just really has really just kicked off in May. Um, so we're gonna kind of go through what we think are our, our favorite films. Let's let's uh, that we've seen so far this year. Um, let's go ahead and kick it off. All right. So I got my top five. All right, go for it. Okay, I've been thinking about this for a while, and I'm I'm basing it off way like pure joy of like watching it, mm-hmm. understanding it. Did it shock me? Did it give me something different? Did it like you know? Do you was it refreshing? Did I enjoy it? Did it keep my attention? Did I ever have a moment where, like, you know what? I want to be asleep right now. Um, you know, so uh, my list, it goes as, I would say, the first, number one. I'm going to go one to lowest. I think that would be easier Is for me Number to one, the best? or the One more? will be the best. Okay. And the best film I saw this year would be. Um, so far. T- yes. This year, to June, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's a solid movie. It's a very solid film. I re- it's out now on DVD, on Blu-ray. You could buy it on digital now. It is a movie where every person I've told to watch it, everybody thoroughly enjoyed it. A lot of people that I told to watch it never even heard of the freaking film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's a movie that just throws you, just throws, just throws it to the wind. We did a podcast on it. We were highly impressed when we saw it. Can't go wrong with that. Number two, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much I enjoyed Marvel Deadpool I like what they did um, I feel bad for the Marvel brand itself because Marvel feels now that every movie should be rated R not true uh, Deadpool does it correctly with his slapstick humor the idea that he doesn't take himself too seriously uh, the movie didn't go and I think what, I th- what I've tried to talk to you a couple times a day about is I like the idea that I think if you keep it, these movies, if you keep it to a scale that us humans could understand and we could relate to, 
we grab on the film better. When the films get to a large master scale, like IE example, X-Men Apocalypse, where these guys in these huge cosplay costumes are like flying around, have these big mystical stuff happening, it's harder for us to keep. We're like, it's harder to digest it. We're kind of like, yay, green screen, yay, look at the computer graphics, yay, more of this, this, that. And we don't grab onto it. The Daredevil had very few Deadpool. graphical... Deadpool. That's it, right? You said Daredevil. Daredevil. Sorry. That was a good TV show. Watch it. <laughs> but um, Deadpool itself, you know, it kept it grounded. You know, he didn't do anything overly impossible, but the humor was really good. And the action was good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it had some for the ladies. Naked Ryan Reynolds a couple times, so you can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, Civil War. Uh, Civil War was a great film. Black Panther... Spider-Man stole the show, flat out. They shouldn't, like I said, I've said many times, they should never named it Captain America Civil War. Just name it Avengers Civil War. It would have made perfect sense. I had no issues with it. It's not a Captain America film, unless you want to freaking think, spoiler alert, Captain America turns back when everybody screws everybody over, then, hey, so be it. But uh, I'm good with that. So that movie was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Followed by a close third the Jungle Book. Fourth. Is Close it? fourth. I know. It, it's, it's fourth, but it's like, I'd almost count it as like third place, but it's like, I couldn't decide which was better. Mm-hmm. But Jungle Book, I enjoyed it. It's a Disney film. Um, not as brutal as you told me it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a little more brutal. I was expecting like blood, not happening. Um, Disney film, Nick. It's still a kid's movie. Yeah. It's the, sorry, <laughs> not happening. Um, but enjoyed it. I liked how the kid didn't seem to be at all computer graphics. I think he did all his like stunts he did, all his climbing, yeah, or a little running. Yeah. You know, you can't go wrong with Bill Murray. You can't go wrong with Aegis Elba. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with Christopher Walken. Yeah, but, yeah, you can't I, go wrong with all these all these, like all I the mean, work I ask you you though, every time that Shao Kahn or Shao Kahn, right, that's his name, the tiger. Every yeah. time the tiger opened his mouth, did you wanna hear Benjamin Cumberbatch? <sighs> that was that was my problem. I love Idris Elba and I love his voice, but every time Shao Kahn was about to speak I was expecting Benjamin Cumberbatch. Um, <laughs> uh, no. Because if I saw a Cumberbatch in that voice, I'd want an older... Cumberbatch's voice is silky smooth for the fact that you hear his voice and you expect a guy to be much older than he is. Mm-hmm. You know, baby? Like, he sounds like he's somebody in like mid to late 40s. But he's definitely he's like early thir- late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. You're throwing me off, Cumberbatch, man. <laughs> uh, but so, I just know about great voice acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the graphics were really good. It almost made me want to want Tarzan happen, which the Tarzan is coming out this year. Not a Disney film. Uh, looks more like King Kong, if anything. That's what it reminds me of. But, uh, yeah. And then number five is going to be Batman vs. Superman. Uh I I like the premise of the movie itself. I like the idea of it. It was poorly it was poorly executed. It it could have been better. It it, it failed in in essence that Lex Luthor should have been played by an older guy and too much trying to do too much in one small film. And if you're going to give me now in a week time the digital ultimate edition of this film that's showing me the 30 extra minutes that should have been the film that's going to make the film make more sense now. I can't give you full credit. I just can't. I, I can't. And you know how much I love Batman vs. Superman, but I, it hurt me to put it at number five, but that's where it goes like that. So, all right. So, uh, I think for my top five, uh, hands down, number one for me is Civil War. Uh, to me, that movie was absolutely perfect in every way whatsoever. It had a compelling story. 
It had a, there was a very dramatic and grounded reason for the for Captain America and Iron Man to fight. Uh, the it had heartfelt spectacle in the first like when I saw that first battle scene uh, at the airport, like it was fun. Like they're fighting, and I knew there were stakes. But I was like, this is a really great fight scene, and Spider-Man's in there cracking, you know, cracking jokes, and Ant-Man's in there cracking jokes, and just, just really great on-the-edge-of-your-seat action scene. And then you contrast that with the final fight between Iron Man and Captain America, and I, I didn't want to see it, but not because I didn't like it, but because it's like watching Mom and Dad fight. Like, I, for me, watching that fight scene, it was uncomfortable. Because, I mean, they were out for blood at that point. Like, it was really, that was a real dramatic, like, real, like, nitty, in the, in real gritty fight scene between these two characters. One fighting for the, to defend his boy, uh, his brother. The other, you know, trying to beat the other one down so he can get after killing the guy, killing the man who just killed his parents. Spoilers. So, I mean... Uh, for me, you know, watching that first fight scene, I'm just like, I'm having the time of my life. And then watching that next scene, I'm just like, oh, this is so awful to watch because it's mom and dad fighting and it's really uncomfortable. But still, a masterful, a masterful fight scene between Captain America and Iron Man. Uh, but for me, Captain Civil War so far is, is my number one. I mean, I just, I walked out of that movie on cloud nine. Like, I, that, when I walk out of a movie, I want to, like, want to, I want to talk about it. I want to review it. I want to just dive into it. And I, just, I, I was so happy. I had a grin from ear to ear. And everyone I talked to about Civil War after that I was like, you need to see Civil War. It's perfect in every way. Um, there's a reason why it's got 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. So Nick's over here shaking his head. He disagrees with me vehemently, of course. But Civil War, to me, is my number one, is my number one choice. Uh, my number two choice uh, would be probably uh, Deadpool. I love this movie a lot. I mean, again, I, I echo a lot of what Nick is saying. I mean... Uh, a really simple story: a man trying to get back to his his fiance, um, to uh, all, while at the same time trying to fix himself on the outside. But it's, it's, I mean, it's as, as cheesy as it sounds. It is. A, it's a love story. It's easy to connect with the characters. The action is good. The jokes are. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool as much as you know. Um, uh, Downey Jr. is Iron Man. I mean, they, the, the casting on that. Is is absolutely it was absolutely perfect. Um, number three for me would be Jungle Book. Uh, this movie was so just a, such a delightful to watch. I mean, first off, visually it just blows your mind. I mean, granted, it's I mean we we were harping on green screen and whether or not you should animate it, but I mean, talk about a perfect blend of live action and green screen. I mean, visually, just a ma- complete masterpiece. The voice acting was above, uh, well above par. Um, I mean, or it was just a fantastic film, and you walked out of it. And I will say too, it's it's not just a kids' film. I mean, it, it is an adult film. I mean, uh, you may not have seen it, but I mean, there's a lot of brutality in this film. I mean, these animals aren't tiptoeing around each other. Uh, King Louis is out for blood, like when he's, I mean, when he's chasing this kid through the through the the the, the ruins out there in the in the jungle. So I mean, it's a, it's a pretty intense flick. Um, Number four for me, uh, I really enjoyed Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, I thought that was a great film, very strong. Uh, I ha- a lot of people complained. They actually felt like I guess a lot of people out there felt that the introduction spoilers of Aliens at the end kind of took them out of the film a little bit. But I thought that was great. I thought uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. 
uh, thing to add at the end there. But just the the this, the 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 tension and the stress inside the bunker, and I mean the and the interplay between John Goodman and I, I don't know the girl's name, but the main character was just it was so great um, that uh, I mean this is a movie that is such it's it goes to show you that what you can do you can still make a great film with a low budget you know you don't need to spend you know millions of dollars on a movie to have it to make it impactful um after that i'm gonna go kind of uh i know for me i'm sorry batman v superman just doesn't simply make it in my top five uh based on the movies i've seen so far this year i would actually go 13 hours would be my next would be my number fifth film i mean just uh, first off, I would never, you know, if you told me, you know, after watching uh, The Office for as long as I did, that John Krasinski could play a Navy, like a former Navy SEAL and Merc uh, in Benghazi, he worked out uh, a lot for that. Role. Yeah, I would have laughed. I would have laughed you out of the room. But and I guess the same could be said for um, our boy Chris Pratt too. But the fact of the matter is, it, that movie is just—it's so well done. I mean, you feel like. Uh, it's not rushed by any stretch. I mean, it captures all the best moments. Uh, I think it stays pretty true to what we know about what happened out there. Um, I think, uh, obviously, the director was trying, and the studio were trying to make a statement by releasing it when they did. But uh, it is a a really great film. If you are someone that is interested in military drama, you're interested in politics, and you're just you want to see how like you you want to capture, and the actors did a fantastic job just capturing. The, the drama and the intensity of what what's about to happen and what they're about to undergo as this compound is, becomes under attack. It's a great film. So th- I, those are my, my top five so far in 2016. Now some notable mentions it would be for me. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot gets a notable mention. That was a real that's a really good. I enjoyed that movie a lot when I saw it. Um, it'd probably be in my top ten so far. Uh, Batman v Superman would probably be number eight or number nine somewhere around there. I mean I didn't ha- I didn't again I didn't hate the film. It just had for me it just had a lot of holes. Uh, X Men Apocalypse for me would probably be some, maybe number six, number seven, somewhere around there. Because I, I, for me, I I walked out of that film uh, really happy. And yes, the movie has a lot of holes in it. It's not perfect by any stretch, but there's some great throwbacks to the comics. Um, for me, spoiler alert: when Wolverine pops out as Weapon X and goes completely Weapon X on everybody, that was a I love that moment. The Quicksilver scene saving in the mansion, just again, and then also on top of it. Just um, uh, the dark, the the basically the hint that Dark Phoenix would be showing up and probably another in the next film and doing it. The idea that they'll do it right uh, was good. All right, man. Uh, pause. Wait a minute. It wasn't even like a hint. It wasn't even like a hint of it. They like they almost. I want to say they crammed down your throat, but they definitely put it on the table. Like, hey, dude, this is happening. She's she's having a bad nightmare, and her like her freaking walls are beginning to melt because she's like having dreams of like that you're like at the moment that happened i was like what happened the movie itself i wouldn't even put it in my top 10 like there's movies i've seen on hbo this year that I'm, that came out last year that i think that are better than age of apocalypse age of apocalypse i won't as go as far as saying it's hot trash but it is definitely a movie that is held together by the, the idea that quicks everybody likes quicksilver quicksilver has turned the most popular character of that franchise now even though I, I plot hole that situation, his whole scene, I was kind of like, how how was he moving slow and he's staying still? That makes no sense. But I mean, and then you like, yeah, the scene. I like the scene where Magneto killed those those army soldiers using his daughter's locket. Whatever, that was pretty cool. And like angry Magneto. But beyond that, the movie like it lacked depth. It lacked the what first class Day to Future Past gave us 
of like Magneto and Xavier, their relationship, and they had like real drive and meaning for what things they did. It made no sense. All it is, Apocalypse showed it to every freaking body. Spoiler alert! And told everybody, "You want to be stronger? Come with me." And that's all he did. Talking about, I want to cleanse the world. What does cleansing mean? I'm going to make you stronger and then kill you later? Are you idiots? You know, I, mean, I thought this would be some brainwash. Stuff. I, get, I thought it was a real brainwash thing, stuff like that. But they went by free will. Free will. Maybe Storm might have went because uh, she saw him use his power. So she's like, I better, su- I better subdue myself to the stronger power. But this whole, like, with go with the free will, just go with him. And then, oh, at the end, let's turn against the big bad guy because, oh, we've gone too far. No, 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 no. There's no turning back now. You've ruined Earth, man. You can't turn back. Magneto, you destroyed every landmark. Storm, you're along for the ride, too. You know what I mean? Angel wouldn't have cared. He was a drunk Irish guy, racist. And then, you know, <laughs> that was racist. I mean, what was that? But beyond that, uh, Nightcrawler was great. Mm-hmm. I like Nightcrawler a lot, too. Yeah, yeah. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler uh, Kathy Griffin Sophie, was fantastic. Sophie Turner, right? She, I thought she was fantastic as, as uh, Jean Grey. I loved her a lot. I thought she did really We're hit or miss on that. Me and you would disagree, disagree on that. We would disagree on every action of this film. But no, yeah. well, but no, but like I said, Professor Xavier, the dude, Michael Fassbender, you can't go wrong with that. He has he has uh, Assassin's Creed coming out soon. I yeah. can't wait to see that. I should be good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, my honorable mentions on that, I saw The Nice Guys. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see that. I heard that's really good. You know, The Nice Guys wasn't bad. It's a film that revolves around porn. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, you know, like that old 80s porn and like they try to solve a mystery. And there's that. I think the scale of the movie got a little out of hand towards the end of it. I was kind of like, what? Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's, it kind of falls, so it kind of falls along that if you saw a Nice Guys Part 2 movie later on, you wouldn't be mad. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of like, Okay, not bad. It's a feel-good buddy cop film. Mm-hmm. Good job. Um, Whiskey Tangle Foxtrot was fun. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I came to that movie not expecting a lot, and, I, and it gave me a lot more than I thought it was going to give me. Mm-hmm. So cool. You know what I mean? So there was some, there's some decent there's, movies. There's a lot of movies um, that came out yeah, that we didn't Keanu, see. And uh, Ke- Keanu came out, too. Yeah, Keanu. I, didn't see, I wanted to see it, but I didn't get a chance to see it. Keanu's but, uh, not bad. It's absolutely silly. Yeah, I heard it's actually a really funny movie. Turn your brain off and watch yeah, yeah. it. It's hilarious. Um, I mean, uh, Neighbors 2, again, I would have liked, I would have liked to have seen uh, Neighbors 2, um, but I didn't get I didn't get a chance to do, uh, to do that. Um, so there's a lot of movies I would have liked. Like I said, I would like to see The Nice Guys. I haven't had a chance to see that one yet either. Um, but anyway, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at so far. I mean, some movies I'm looking forward to. I know Nick will probably disagree with me on a lot of these, but I'm looking for. I am actually more, looking more and more excited about Ghostbusters. Um... You know, Bill Murray has come out pretty strongly endorsing this film, and if Bill Murray is willing to put his name on it, then and endorse it as strong as he has, then you know, hey, I'm you know I'm willing to check it out. And I mean, my expectations aren't high. Bill Murray will say anything for a buck. That's not true, man. He's got he's 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 because you know what? If that was true, Bill Murray would have done the Ghostbusters three sequel a long time ago. He should have been in this freaking film. He is in this film. He is in this film. All, yeah, him, Ernie Hudson, and Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Potts all show up in this film. Are they playing Ghostbusters? I don't know. But I heard they all have cameos at some point in this one. <sighs> um, other movies I'm looking forward to. Rogue One, obviously. That's one will be until December yeah, time frame. Uh, you know, Suicide Squad. I know you're excited about oh, Suicide yeah, Squad. I think that's going to be a lot of fun, too. Yes, yes. Uh, Independence Day. I'm actually looking forward to that film. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a joyride. Um, I'm, going, I'm going in expecting least, so it might impress me. I think I'm going to walk in with a Pacific Rim feel. How I walked in when I saw Pacific yeah, Rim, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know what? This movie might be terrible. And I'm like, you know, it wasn't bad. 
Yeah. It wasn't bad. It didn't wow me. Okay. I mean, they came back. Like, we should technically, if they're going to follow some Sky story arc, we should not win this war this time. We, we should lose. Maybe we will. Who knows? So then, Maybe they'll make it a trilogy. Uh, this is their empire. Strikes back. Uh, and then uh, Finding Dory comes out later this year. and I'm, I'm, I, I loved Finding Nemo, so I think that's going to be a, a good one. Never seen it. Yeah, I don't... God damn it. <laughs> I've never seen it. At any rate. So uh, let's move on to uh, uh, a topic that we can, where we can actually have some common ground and actually have some a little more fun talking. Uh, it's summertime in, uh, in Hampton Roads. Uh, that brings a lot of tourists here to our, into our little burg of Virginia Beach. Uh, so let's talk about some of our favorite things to do. Uh, maybe your favorite restaurants, your favorite activities, favorite events, favorite things to see in the summertime uh i think we'll, let's go let's do 10 of them and let's go back and forth we'll each pick we'll each uh go let's go back and forth so what do you think which if you know when summer rolls around when memorial, when memorial day weekend kicks off the season where the what, what, what's your i know that when it has kicked off the season all right what is your uh what's one of the first things you like to do in the summertime what i like to do in the summertime you know a lot of times uh like i said i'm more of a easy going slower dude i think going down shore drive you know, seeing what's happening down Shore Drive is really nice. You know, Chicks Beach, everything's really nice out there. You know, a lot of places that typically would be closed or open then. So, going to a nice local bar area, catching a drink, that's pretty nice. You know, can't go wrong with that. Uh, you got, you know, the the new Vibe District. It's interesting to see that. Like, I'm, I want to hit that up and see about, uh, see check that more of that uh, Vibe District out. We talked about it a while ago to the work time. But now it's the summertime's here. Let's see what this vibe just really got to offer. We drove by that one restaurant over for breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. So I think probably this week coming up, I want to check it out and see what's about that hipster place where the waitress wear black. It is 90 degrees outside, and she's wearing a black dress that goes down to her ankles wearing boots. Hipster. <laughs> well, I think that, that brings me to, I guess, my number one thing with summer rolls around. That's the oceanfront in general. Um, I love going down the oceanfront. I know people like to avoid it in the summertime because – yeah, because there's so many people down there, but I, I I do love going down there. I love strolling the uh, strolling the boardwalk. You know, in the evening time when it starts to cool down a little bit, take the dog out there for a walk. It's a great evening for you, your wife, your family. Um, I, I've I've always been in love with the oceanfront. Uh, going down to the Dairy Queen, hit Flipper McCoy's. I think the, the thing that what makes you avoid the beachfront kind of is just the event parking, man. Yeah, but you know what? After five o'clock, though, you get you, that you, you get lo- you get locals three dollars in, in the parking garages, so it's not that bad. I mean, so for me, the oceanfront is always one of the things you gotta do. You gotta go down there. You gotta you know get detail your ride and go cruise around for a little bit and just. I mean, I, the oceanfront for me is it's always one of the first things that I'm gonna do when summer hits and uh, and go sit down at places like Loggerheads, Cast Thirty One, Tortugas, just sit outside, have some drinks, <coughs> uh, people watch. Have uh, some appetizers or something, and just you know walk around and enjoy enjoy it. I mean, uh, one uh, Chicho's. I mean, you love grabbing a, a, a pizza out there, taking it to the, the boardwalk, and sit on a bench and eat some pizza. The boardwalk for me, hands down, when summertime rolls around, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, what's your number? What's your number? Your number two? Top golf. Yeah, that's a new one. That's actually going to be. I have to say, top I, freaking yeah. golf, man. I, I'm I'm absolutely infatuated with it i love it a lot it's it's open to two o'clock in the morning you know it's weather controlled so even on a hot day you get a little air conditioning it seems like in the wear time and when it's cold when it's hot outside, when it's cold outside you get some heat yeah 
So you can't beat it. The food is really good. Yeah, we were out there last night. I mean, the food is great. The drinks are great. It's fun. I mean, uh, and he, I was actually surprised. We got there like at twelve, so there was bays were starting to open up. So we got we got a bay pretty quick and went out there yeah, and some did. balls. I mean, it was great. <laughs> you know, there's some bays open up. I mean, it's like you can't beat it. I, I was really I, I like it a lot, and that's I think that's gonna be my my pastime. What I'm gonna do in the summertime, mm-hmm. Everett Beach. Right, that's yeah. my pastime right there. You know, typically it's going to be boom. It's going to be talk off. Yep. You can't go wrong with it. I hear you. You bring uh, nothing there. And you got everything for you. Yep. Uh, I think my next thing is going to be uh, First Landing State Park and probably more specifically the Narrows. So if you take. The Narrows Theater? No, the Narrows is actually. It's, a, it's, a, it's where the Linhaven Inlet passes between um, uh, going, out to, um, going out to the Lesnar Bridge. So if you if you go to First Landing State Park and you, you, get, you access it via. I think it's 67th Street. You take that road back there. There's a boat launch, and then there's like this small little beach along the inlet. And it's such a great time. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of the, the uh, a lot of folks like to bring their boats out there and park them along the beach. And people are partying and grilling. And uh, you can go hike up a trail and find your own private little spot. Like uh, last year, you know, the wife and I, we would uh, go find a nice little spot. You know. Um, Underneath the uh, the cypress roots, or not the cypress roots, but the the, the pines there would have these big roots that would kind of like just kind of create these natural shelters. And you just sit in a on a lawn chair on the beach there. The water is nice and cool, and there's not a lot of a lot of waves, and it's great for if you want your your dog to go play, and the kid or the kids don't like uh, you don't have to worry about you know red like um, riptide or anything like that. It's just a great place to be. And all the young fo- all the young kids are out there. They pull up their boats and they pull up their kayaks and they're paddle boarding and the Narrows is it's it's one of my favorite places to go and hang out in the summertime. I, I absolutely love it. If you're especially if you're an outdoorsy person and you don't want to, it's another thing too is if you don't if you want to go to the beach, but you don't want to deal with oceanfront traffic and you don't want to and you don't want to deal with not being able to find parking like on the seventy seventh streets and what have you. You go you know Seashore State Park or First Line State Park at the Narrows. There's always plenty of parking, plenty of real estate. And it's not overcrowded, and it's all locals. So you're gonna, go, you know, you're gonna have a good time. You'll probably run into some people you know out there. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, I would say for my next one, I'm gonna say uh, catching drinks at, uh, what's it, Rudy's Inlet. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorites, especially during the day. Yeah, oh, man. man, really yeah. nice. They got the patio, nice little patio outside, nice little outside seating. Yep. You know, the if the weather, you kind of catch a day where the weather's perfect. You have a nice little drink menu, nice, nice surroundings, whatever, with the boats out there and whatnot. You can't beat that. It's really, it's really good, and the food's really of good quality there. Yeah, man, Rudy Inlet is fantastic. I love you know go out there on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, man, and just hit the hit the cabana, uh, or what they go. I think that's what they call it, the cabana. The, yeah, the I think they call that. Yeah, but uh, go out there, hit some drinks, and eat some food. I mean, the food's always on point there. So yeah, I mean, yeah. so it's good. And it's like again, it's an area where you don't have to really. You're at the beach. But you don't got to stress parking too much because they have a little valet parking situation mm-hmm. thing there too. So that's good. That's how you go. That's how you go to beachfront. Word tip from the wise: go to a place that has valet parking when it's busy. That's how you can find a park space quickly. Quickly. Uh, my next spot, I'm gonna say it: Bush Gardens. Uh, you gotta do Bush Gardens in the summertime. Uh, you know, Ugh. being a local here, I've done it every summer. But when, as I get older, I find that I'm not ne- necessarily trying to go out there and ride some rides. But in the month of May through j- end of June, they do the food and wine tasting. 
and they have a, uh, all these little different shacks out there representing different parts of the world. They've got uh, you know wine, they've got beer, they've got all these different foods. Well, we did we did it over Memorial Day weekend, and they give you this little band, and it's like a, it's like a, a tab, a walking tab, and you just go around and you order your wine, you order your food, and you just rack up a tab at the end of the day. You, you close it out, and it's, you're good to go. And it's awesome. I mean, you got if you want wine, they've got wine. They have like a Hawaiian stand, so you can get some blue, um, some blue Hawaiians. They had a, a Caribbean stand. You can get some uh, bushwhackers. They had you know the, in Ireland, it's beer. You can get yourself an Irish stout or a, you know an Irish red. Um, and then of course you had your other places, you know Italy, Spain. They all have all have wine, but all different regions around the world are well represented. They even had a Southwest region for the United States, and so that was kind of crazy. But I mean, for me, Bush Gardens, you know, if you're not, even if you're not doing the Ride the Rides, this is a great place to go stroll around and maybe catch a show and, uh, you know, whatever. But for me, Bush Gardens is a huge part of summertime in the 757. Um, I think my next thing will be uh, the events happening. If you check your calendar every now and then, you'll see events happening at Town Center itself. You know, Town Center events are pretty good. I like how they kind of do that. It's kind of. They're, they're free to the public mm-hmm. events. Yep. You know, so it kind of brings people there because you could avoid the traffic, the hubbub of the tourists' action. Sometimes you don't want to be around too many tourists. Mm-hmm. I find as I get older, I'm not trying to chase after tourists anymore. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to, like, just avoid them now because they're tourists. You know, they don't live around here, so they're, mm-hmm. they drive my, my economy up here. <sighs> so... I, I want to enjoy some local, something local like that. And you can't go wrong with, like, the events happening at Town Center. Here and now and then they'll have, like, a, maybe, like, a, a craft beer, a little small little beard sampling type thing or something like that. You can't just keep open your tab, look and like, your calendar. Take a look at your calendar and keep checking for local events. They pop them up occasionally. Mm-hmm. Don't miss out on them. They're pretty fun. Yeah, I know a big one that's down there is Why, uh, Why Not Wednesdays. That started in June. So every Wednesday, Why Not Pizza uh uh, sponsors a big farmer's market that goes out there. They usually have live music, and uh, it's always a good time. Um, I think my next one is amphitheater season, man. Uh, the amphitheater got a different name this year. It does. It's a uh, veteran uh, veterans insurance. It's, it's so because it has a different name now, the venues there going to be there this year is different. Like before, it was Farm Bureau Live, right? So they had a lot of country acts mm-hmm. this year. Like I think. I heard, and I need to research it, but I think this September, end of September, they have a concert coming where it's like uh, Tribute to Rage or something like that, where they have bands of Rage Against Machine, mm-hmm. Public Enemy, Cypress Hill. I mean, they like I said, I told you before, they had Shack Fest with Diplo and is that. Journey's coming in town this month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this month, I think, I think uh, fall, no, Father's Day weekend, you have, uh, it's Dave Matthews is mm-hmm. coming. But I think after the little after that you get Journey coming as well. I mean, there's a lot of new bands. Like they're they're finally getting better acts with this amphitheater happening now, which is Halle freaking Lear. You know All what right, I mean? So here's I'm pulling it up now. Uh, that's not right. Hold on, I'm gonna pull the schedule. I saw it. There you go. All right. So here's the schedule as of right now. So June 17th is Dave Matthews Band, which you know is gonna be huge. People are gonna be all over that. That's June twenty second, yep. Weezer and Panic, Panic and Disco. Actually, I could go to Weezer. I ain't gonna lie. Weezer that. and Panic yeah, and Disco. Disco. Yep. Yep. Uh, 20th, June twenty third, Kenny Chesney. Um, June July first, Journey. We with got. The, I'm going to Journey with dude. the doobies. Yeah, hell yeah, with the doobies. Journey's. Oh no. I'm well. Yeah, I, I should be here on with the doobies. Uh, Wednesday, July sixth, Vans Warped Tour. 
Uh, you got Friday, July 8th, Toby Keith. Wednesday, July 13th, Steely Dan. That's fun. Friday, July 15th, Florida Georgia Line. That's I like fun. them a lot. Yeah. yeah. July 16th, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> July 20th, G-Eazy and Logic. Ah, oh, there it is. Uh, July 24th, Dirks Bentley. Always a good time. Uh, July 27th, Mary Jane Presents. Is that who I think it is? Snoop Dogg? Is Snoop Dogg is coming? Is that Snoop Dogg? Yeah, oh, back. shit. Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> Oh, yeah, shit. it's the gonna... Always Hide tour there. Yeah, I might have to check that one out. <laughs> you, you get there, you go to that tour, I might have to, I know, I have to you will catch a contact. Yeah, yeah. You will catch a contact, man. They they yeah, are true. they are no joke. Um, Rascal Flats, um, Blink-182, Blink uh, that's in August. Fifth Harmony, August 18th. Keith Urban, August 20th. Goo Goo Dolls, August 24th. Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Man, September 3rd? Uh, that's Actually, I'm kind of surprised because that's usually, that's, um, rock and, that's the Rock and Roll Marathon weekend. So that would be interesting. Well, the boss is taking. Oh yeah, he's gonna take that one there. Uh, Zach Brown Band, September fourth. Darius Rucker, September 9th. Uh, and then September thirteenth is Heart with Joan Jett. The sixteenth is Jason Aldean, which is September twenty second. Brad Paisley. There it is. Prophets of Rage. Yeah, there you Prophets go. of Rage twenty ninth, and, and then Saturday, December thirty first. That's something different. But at any rate, uh, amphitheater season is actually this is a really great lineup. I told you, like it's like it's, yeah. it's switched up, like it's with a the really great lineup. with this switching up, it like we got a whole new batch of bands now because Farnborough, like this whole huge because usually be the they have the every summer you get like the rock and roll like the country circus. Yep, you can get the country ticket and you can go every yeah, time. and usually you get you get some you know, some uh, classic rock too typically. But it used to be heavy that, yeah. and a lot of bands kind of steered away from this. Like they just yeah. they went away from it. Well, and it I used think, to be the built the Miller Light Amphitheater. Used to, they used to get everything when it was a Verizon one. Oh yeah, man. Jesus. Oh, get, I mean, they had the, whoa. They used to get like Beyonce used to come through. Beyonce came through. Kanye West came yeah, through. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a huge ticket. And now, like, well, I think with the switch up now, you know, it's. If you don't haven't went to the amphitheater in a while, please come on back because, like mm-hmm. I said, there's there's a little bit for everybody. Yeah. They got rock, they got some classic yeah. rock, they got country, they got rap groups yeah. showing up. That's impressive. Yeah. Whiskey for Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg. I don't remember yeah. Snoop Dogg ever I've, performing. You know, I'm gonna, at I'm, amphitheater. You know what, I, I may risk the contact high because I've never. I've always wanted to see Snoop Dogg I'm live. Not, you know, I've <laughs> never like I've, I've never heard of him playing at the amphitheater. That's what I'm saying. I've never seen him live at all. And I think this would be sweet as all heck. He's at the amphitheater. I know. Wow. But I mean, uh, the the, the access. Side, man, amphitheater is just like one of those great events in the summertime because you get that lawn ticket, you get your big cold beer, you go hang out. That big expensive beer. That big expensive beer. Yes, but you go is. out there and you just party, you just party with everybody out on the lawn, man. It's a, it's just a, just a great time. It's just one of those those things you got to do in the summertime. So, all right, man. So, what's your next one? Wow, that was that's that was pretty good. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to fall after that. That's a good fall. That's, <laughs> that's strong. That's very strong. The amphitheater is probably one of the strongest ones. There next to my top golf one, really. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, after that, guys, I I would say, if you're here, avoid like try to find little hidden spot restaurants. Don't try to eat like the mainstream. I would I would take them if you're gonna go out and eat and do stuff like that. Find a local favorite place like O'Connor beer, like a O'Connor beer breweries. That's a nice summer thing to do. There's one. Uh, actually, you know I, I just discovered a new one up on um, Offshore Drive. It's called. Um, God damn it! Uh, like that's I would say that's probably one of the better things to do during summertime. Man. Now is a, this whole like with all the breweries? There's a lot of breweries now, a lot of wineries around yeah, here now. There's, there's a I want to say it's Constitution Brewery. I would check it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. We drove by. We drove by a brewery today. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's there's Mermaid One in downtown Ghent. 
There's O'Connor down there yeah, again you got as well. Distillery in Virginia Beach, right? Um, so there's so many places. Yeah. Like, and they do they do tours, free samples. I mean, there's always something to do that doesn't require water. Yeah, and you got to and you got to um, go off the beaten path. I mean, I found I recently discovered a new restaurant called Bowie Forty Four off of um, you got to go, it's off of uh, Pleasure House Road. You got to take Pleasure House Road all the way back to where you hit this T intersection off Chicks Beach. But it's got a great location. It's right in the water. I mean, great view, and the food is really, really good. Um, but yeah, it's like I mean, you really got to go off the beaten path. Check out something new. Take a stroll down to uh, into um, like Strawbridge and our Sandbridge area. There's a little, there's a little like crab shacks down through there that are really good and all kinds of stuff. Um, so I guess we'll finish up. I got one more, and I would say my my next big thing for the summertime is just. Take advantage of being outdoors. I mean, this is that time frame where you can like take a nice drive up to Williamsburg, go hit the Colonial Drive. There's great beaches in Yorktown. You can go up to Shenandoah. Wine country, Shenandoah and Charlotte and uh, wine country is hot this time of year. Um, you can do that and do the bed and breakfast thing. Uh, there's a uh, you know you take to do, go do sunset kayaks down there off of Bay, uh, if you like Bayview. If you go down to Bayview Park, it's way down in the Sam Ridge area, but you can do sunset kayaking down there. I mean, this is there's this is one, a great time of year to be outside and just enjoying and, uh, enjoying life. Um, and of course, well, I'll, I'll wrap up one more big thing too. And obviously, that's July Fourth in the Hampton Roads, which being a military town, yeah. July Fourth in Hampton Roads is always out of control for me. It's not as good as it's not as good as he's saying it you is. You know what? Nick can disagree with me all he wants, but one of my favorite things to do every year is go watch the, the fireworks in Mount Trashmore. But that's what makes it trash because it, they they play them out. See, you set me off. You you you, you piss me off with this because with these. Pussy ass laws of not having no fireworks. How patriotic are we are that we can't fucking have our own fireworks and for our own fireworks doing our own salute to whatever? But no, no, we have to round up in this like spectacle of going to this huge event and seeing fireworks. Lucky for me, where I live at, I can see fireworks from my window from my apartment. But I mean, at the same goddamn time, like you have that you can see fireworks at the at like downtown Oakland. Or at the beachfront, or at Mount Trashmore, or whatever. And so you fire fireworks in where a cop comes over and shits, complicates your shit. Wow, America! That's not the America that I know. That's not America the free. That's the home of the brave. <laughs> Mr. Locke, angry black man, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, this, this, this is bullshit. <laughs> but for me, Fourth of July is so bad. For me, Mount Trashmore fireworks is a staple I've been doing since I was a kid. I love it. I think a lot of families love it, and that's why it's Fourth of July here's trash. <laughs> Fourth of July is a good. Really, we're going North Carolina for Fourth of July. They sell fireworks there, and you can fire off your own damn fireworks. Never, you can enjoy fireworks the way our forefathers fought for you to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, Virginia Beach and Virginia, whatever. We ruin it. We ruin these holidays. There's, there, you know, be holiday. We ruin holidays. We just ruin holidays here. And it's what we do? On that note, I think it's time we wrap up the show, folks. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we were. I'm glad we were able to get another episode out. Um, I'm actually going to be back for a while now. My schedule's changed quite a bit, so uh, we're lo- looking forward to bringing you some new podcasts. Um, we'll probably stick to the once a week format, just because both of our work is pretty busy. Late is pretty busy right now during the week, but um, we're obviously we're going to take advantage of all the summer stuff going on. Uh, we're going to be hitting all the events as best as best we can and give you good reviews of that. We're going to find some new restaurants. Like today, we talked about Loggerheads. Go check out Bowie Forty Four. Both really good. Um, and uh, we're just going to bring it to you all summer, folks, as much as we can until we get into fall when things start getting really hectic. All right? 
but that being said, again, uh, like us on, um, you know, subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, uh, you know, feel free to leave some comments and some questions. That being said, I'm Mr. Fig. And I'm Mr. Locke. Hey, everybody, y'all have a good night. Thank you.